Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. You want the feeling of a, a discrete, granular task you can do today that you know moves you toward a, a longer-term goal that you have. Many times that goal, if it's uh, 12 months away, it's just the bridge is too far. You can't connect it. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. In the last episode, we discussed why it's more effective to plan using the 12-week year as opposed to the 52-week one. 365 days is just too much time, and your plans will get lost. 12 weeks, however, creates productive pressure for you to act. Today, we get into some of the tactics that an effective manager can use every single day to keep themselves accountable and turn their plans into a reality. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. The holy grail in planning, goal setting, what have you, is being able to get your actions today to be moving toward your long-term goals. That's the thing. That's the thing. Can you make a connection between what you're doing in any given and every day to the long-term goals that you have? That's it. If you can't make that connection, you won't be moving toward your long-term goals. You have to be able to feel Every day you're doing something that moved you toward your long-term goals. And if your long-term goals are too long-term, right? Like suppose I, today I take a piece of paper and I sketch the buildings for my university of what matters, right? I mean, I just start, I want to laugh at that. Like I don't have the investor. I don't have the land. I don't have the audience. I don't have the curriculum defined. I don't have anything. Why on earth would I do that? You see, that's so far down the road. And by the time I do get to that point, probably somebody else will do it. So I could do that, but it would be more of a vision exercise. It wouldn't get me any closer. You see, the gap is too big. But this quarter, I can take the recordings from the Open Excellence course and get them turned into a standalone evergreen online course which one day could be used in the University of What Matters, I can make that happen. And that is in my 12-week goals for this quarter. And I know what needs to be done this week to move that forward. I set a goal for myself for uh, between now and uh, the end of the 1st of September, which is when I want to close down my current business. Mm -hmm. And um, I I had made a, 
I had written down a goal last middle of last year. It might've been when the um, excellence course started that I wanted to make uh, $50,000 of profit in the, in that eight month period of 2018. Mm -hmm. And so uh, a week or two ago, I said, well, what do I actually need to do financially? What do my sales have to be to make that? And so I, Remembered that I did learn what uh, the break-even number was and how to add your what you want to your profit to that to calculate what your sales have to be. So I did that and um, came up with six hundred thousand dollars. And I looked at what I've got sold now, which uh, I have a two hundred twenty-six sold. I have two hundred six that's verbally committed. Then I have this one eighty sixty-seven or something that I still have to sell and and stuff. So I could I could take those two pieces that aren't actually fully signed yet and buy those and say, well, okay, over the next, you know, 12 weeks or if I want to make it an eight week, you know, what what do I what's my goal or what do I need to do to get those next pieces lined up? So that's what you're su- suggesting is yeah, a full piece of sales and divide it up and okay, yeah. yeah. So that you know every week over the next 12 weeks what you can be doing to move toward that. Right. That's and I've it. been breaking down my uh, my my design agreement tasks into uh, down as granular as individual drawings, not just finish the drawings, but naming the drawings and putting a day of that I'm going to do those drawings. And now I've been pushing them out in the future, but now that the end of your stuff is over, I can put do a drawing a day or whatever it might be. And I want to highlight the the use of the word "thank you" for granularity. That's what this is really about. What, what's, what's granular gets done. And the problem with annual goals or annual plans is they're just too big. You can't get your head around it. And I've discovered that the, the, the task called that I used to call finish the permit drawings is not granular enough. It's simply, yes. it's so easy to push that off. Cause I what the hell is that? I hate drawing whatever, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. You want the feeling of a, a discrete, granular task you can do today that you know moves you toward a, a longer-term goal that you have. And the argument I'm making here is many times that goal, if it's uh, 12 months away, it's just the bridge is too far. You can't connect it. Does this make sense? Makes sense for every part of your life, it seems. Yes. And the thing, and know what will happen, you'll feel with 12 weeks. So I have a, a little dry erase board on the wall over there. And at the top, right now, it says week one. And then the first day of that week. And every Sunday, or Monday, I forget which, I, I change it to week two, week three, week four, because it goes fast. Sometimes I get distracted. And for a couple of days, I don't you know, I don't move toward my goals. And then it's like, Oh, I look at the board and it's, Oh, we're halfway through week four. You know, it's urgent, but on an annual plan, you know, it could be mid March and you're like, Oh man, it's not even summer yet. There's all sorts of time. The 12 week, 12 week year makes you hustle because time is ticking. So it's the same principle there as time logging. Because some, I know some of you have done, done time logging. Anybody not done time logging? When you track what you're doing, oh, time logging is a really fun uh, thing to do and good to do a few times a year. Time logging is really simple. Um, Just make a spreadsheet. I recommend usually doing it on paper unless you have a really good app. But I think it's good to do on paper. 
start time, duration, activity, three columns, start time, duration, activity. You don't need an end time because the next start time is your end time for the last one. Start time, duration, activity, start time, duration, activity. You track absolutely every single thing you do in a day for two weeks. Peter's done it. What was that like? It was great. I, I discovered all kinds of ways that I, um, interrupt myself (laughs) and, uh, and waste time. And Did I, you find I, it made you hustle? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just your, you don't have to try to hustle. You just start seeing your time going and be, the, the, the content of it is you can use it as an analysis uh, tool to see where your time is going and, and eliminate interruptions and, and all that. But the context of it is it grows the inner manager voice in you. And you, you see after just a couple of days you'll you'll start to notice this voice says, okay, what am I doing now? And what am I doing next? What am I doing now? What am I doing next? What am I doing now? What am I doing next? Is what I'm doing now the most important thing? You got to write it down. I feel like doing this other thing. All right, you're going to write that down. You're going to go watch TV for a half hour. You're going you're gonna to take that nap. You're going to wander around and you're going you're gonna to write down that you just wasted a bunch of time. It's a, it's a kind of built-in self-manager accountability thing. And that's However, happening moment to moment, minute to minute. Yeah, a guy like me can sometimes just be proud of the fact that I'm logging it and not really get the fact that it's supposed to be demonstrating to me that I'm wasting time. Well, you know, and I'm a huge proponent of wasting time when you have time to waste. You know, I like chilling out in my hammock and doing nothing, but I want to have time to do that. So I'm a work hard, play hard philosopher. You know. When I'm working, I want to work as fast as I possibly can. And when I'm not working, I want to be able to waste as much time as I can. Close the door behind you either way. When you're playing, you're not thinking about work. When you're working, you're not thinking about play. That's Zen applied to work-life balance. You're all the way one or the other. So that's... Think about how I teach processing email, right? You read the email one time, you handle it, right? That's ultimate focus. When you're in the hammock, you're not looking at your email, right? But you see how 95% of the world, they're screwing around when they're reading email. And when they're screwing around, they're reading email. <laughs> see how sloppy that is? And then they wonder why they're so distracted. When you're wor- it's, you know, Chop wood, carry water. When you're working, work. When you're playing, play. Really simple. When you're buying groceries, don't look at your email. Buy groceries. When you're looking at your email, don't look at 10 at once. <laughs> you see, it's really simple. Chop wood, carry water, as they say in Zen. Now, it sounds simple, of course, but it's not. I mean, it's simple, but not easy. Uh, and, then, and then you'll learn. So let's talk about the, the 12-week year again. So I just finished a 12-week year. Uh, and I'd say I was about 60 to 70% successful. Not bad. My, my, so that's a three-month set of plans, and I, they, they were a little better than halfway, halfway to three-quarters panned out. Some things arose. I made some changes. Uh, I decided to, to start doing a, uh, a brand redesign, which changed some things around. And I'm looking, looking back over them and going, okay, what got in the way? What got in the way? Why did, these not, why did I not get 80 or 90%? And the main thing that I notice is, I was too ambitious. The, the, there was too much. 
was not reasonable. I got a couple of kittens and the, the, they took, you know, two hours a day for me for the first few weeks, completely derailed me. I was like, wow, I had no idea that just losing a couple hours a day from something like a couple of kittens could completely derail me. It's a good thing I haven't met a woman this quarter. (laughs) 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 I'm joking. I would have loved for that to happen, but it would have derailed. It would have changed my plans, right? It absolutely would have. I would have been happy for that to change, but it would have. And so it got me aware of like, wow, I don't feel like I'm operating at 98% capacity, but I actually am because I introduced a new variable, a new project. I thought I had more space than I did and I took on too much. So cool. I got that. I got that learning in 12 weeks. So now as I create my 12-week plan for this quarter, I'm uh, going to have it be less ambitious. So that's a learning I was able to get over one quarter rather than one year, you see? So that's another reason to do the 12-week plan because you learn faster. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app view the full description of the episode and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.